Hello everyone and welcome to the first, yes, numero uno, Brocode.life podcast. My word, this podcast has taken me uh, a month or two to get out, man. It's it's really, really something I've struggled with. For those who know me well, they know that it's a, it's a very hard fact to keep a microphone away from me. Uh, I fly around the world speaking for a living. I've spoken in front of tens of thousands of people. But for whatever reason, I've really, really struggled to get this podcast out. The reason is... It's about me. It's it's vulnerability, and it's and it's going into a new era, right? So um, I'm really really glad I I got it out. Um, I have to apologise. There's some teething issues in there. There's some little bit of audio issues. So some some stuff just to bear with. Hopefully we've we've dealt with that um, in the, in the scrubbing. And one thing else I didn't really mention in the podcast is that there's a private Facebook group um, that I've created. So that's a safe space for guys to go and interact um it's obviously free just to to go in there and 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 form a sense of community so uh, this podcast is all about me about me telling my life story which is the one and only podcast that will be about me and looking in the past and i hope you enjoy it so without further ado off we go The episode today is entitled um, Hello World, and we are the lucky ones. And I'll put a homage to the Hello World first is I'm a tech, uh, I'm a nerd, as I always refer to myself. And uh, if anyone's done any, anything in technology at all, then the first time you write a program, you do a Hello World. Um, so if you write a little bit of code, and the first thing you, which pops up on a screen is generally Hello World. So this is a bit of a homage to my 20-odd uh, years in the tech background. So what is Broco.life? Broco.life for me is is a platform, a community um, for divorced men. Now, uh, we all love our friends very, very dearly, but uh, typically when you do get divorced and you go through that journey, um, the constant feedback is, well, go to a bar and join Tinder. Now, that works for a small while and that's sort of the band-aid resolution, but in, in my journey through recovering from divorce and, and getting my life back together, I, I didn't find anything of substance from a community in terms of uh, how you can recover and how, can you, how you can put your life back together as a, as a man um, and come out the other side stronger and, 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 and a better person. Um, you know, just in terms of, um, you know, the perception these days is that men are bastards, I guess, um, and, and, and we the baddies. Um, you know, in, in my just chatting to obviously tons of people about about this project, this is obviously not the truth. Um, so, so the idea is to create a space for men um, and a community for men that's safe. Um, the idea and, and and you know my philosophy about the Broco.life community and, and and program that I want to put together is a very holistic approach of of um, recovery. I guess is probably the right word in terms of a framework to put your life back together. It's certainly not a, a, a place to rant and bitch about um, the evils of the past because I don't think that helps anyone. Um, so that's not the channel. And the different stance, I guess, and, and, and the way I believe and the way I think one can recover and heal and, and actually fix a broken heart finally is to take 100% responsibility of where you are, your situation, and, and 
and no matter what happened, you got yourself there, right? So, so that's part of my philosophy. Now, I also have to give another shout out, sorry, before I slip into this, is that a, a very, very good friend of mine who, who love him dearly, is a very conservative person, and, and last night I was actually having dinner at his house, so Doogie, this is a shout out to you, um, actually resigned from his corporate job um, to pursue their passion and their dream. Um, so he, he's another guy I need to say thank you with for just pushing me over the cliff of finally getting my first podcast out there. Now, before we get into more about the, the broco.life philosophy and, and, and what I'm about, I strongly believe in not harping on the past. Um, but this is a different episode, and, and, and this is why for me it's been, I guess, so difficult to get it out there. Um, but I just wanted to give everyone an understanding of who I am and what's my journey and what put me here and, and, and maybe, yeah, just, just my life story, I guess. Um, it's, it's, my life story is a long one and a complicated one, so I'm going to give you a cliff note summaries and, and not really go into the gory details. But I just wanted to hopefully give the guys listening and, and, and for the guys in the early days of what I refer to as Ground Zero and man I, my heart's with you because that's the brutal brutal phase to go through as you sort of first entering into divorce um just just what i've been through what my journey is and and, and now what my life looks like on the other side which is which is pretty rosy and and i'm very very blessed to do that so pulling back i'm for those who understand accents i'm a south african who now lives on the sunshine coast and I live on that beach um which is just over there um, yeah, I've got three kids now, age 13, 12, and 8, and obviously I'm a single dad, right? But um, pulling back uh, was, was, was with my ex-wife for a, for a long time, since we were both kids, I guess, since I was 21, and uh, life was good, right? Life was very, very good in South Africa. Life was going well, had a business that was booming, um, you know, was just, was just on the path to success, really. You know, everything that I had a bit of a Midas touch, I guess, and everything I touched turned to gold. Um, you know, I, I'm not one to harper on about material assets, but at the time it was important for me, all part of the journeys of growing up, right? But at, I think it was 32, you know, I sort of had a feature house in one of the top sort of home, uh, home, home magazines. So the path was big and had these big houses, big cars, and everything was cool. Um, and then my life came tumbling down um, as, as my ex-wife had her first affair. And to me, that, that, that shattered everything, right? I, I, I have this distinct moment of driving on the motorway and actually just pulling over because for the first time in my life, um, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I had absolutely no answers. Um, you know, reached out to my parents at the time who said, like, shit, what do I do? Um, you know, ask them if I can go to a therapist, of which um, the, the feedback I got was, well, if you, if you go to a, a shrink, as they refer to them, then you're weak and you're not weak, um, <laughs> which didn't really help my cause at the time. Um, but yeah, I've subsequently realized that I was raised by narcissists and surrounded myself by narcissists, which is a completely different conversation, which I don't want to get into today. But through that journey led to a couple of years of being pretty heavily on antidepressants and tranquilizers and, you know, pulled my actually being a very social and hub of, a, uh, of, of the, the whole sort of social infrastructure. You know, I was the guy who organized the golf tours, the sports matches at my house. I was organized everything, right? I was, I guess, the hub from a social activity, really 
retracted myself as to a recluse perspective. Um, you know, at the same time, my parents made me choose um, between my ex-wife and, and them and, and subsequently cut me out of their life. Um, and my dad was pretty wealthy, so um, the entire family cut me out of my life. Um, so it was a really, really dark days, right? And, and, and started to patch life together and uh, eventually decided to emigrate here to Australia, which is where I now live on the Sunshine Coast. And, you know, in hindsight, that was probably running away um, from, from, from my past and running away from, you know, what, what is left behind. I lived in Cape Town in South Africa, and it's a very small town, and, and um, well, it's a city, right? But it's, everyone knew the story, and, and, and it was not a story I liked to hear, so so came to start a fresh life in Australia. Now... In terms of hardship, had a had a pretty successful business in South Africa, and I was hoping to come here and get you know very well set up and get some cars and hopefully put a big deposit on a house and, and start a business. And um, you know, as as life turned it, um, I had a business deal go bad, so arrived here with um, three kids and a wife with uh, ten thousand dollars to my name. I guess just over five years ago, um, and I had all my three kids in private schools. I don't know if you're US based private. Yeah, public but private's the expensive one right um, and it was severely on the back foot you know in hindsight once again and I, I'm, I don't like to go back into the past but uh, p- part of the validation of, of my ex-wife's first affair was that I worked too much and I was never present so I formed a bad relationship with money um, and I'm pretty sure that all this shit happened to me along the way because because I in 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 my opinion, thought money was bad and money led to bad things. But that's, that's just a side tangent and that's a lot of the subconscious work that I've been doing through meditation, that, which we'll get into, right, to change your, your perception and beliefs on, on certain aspects. But anyway, roll back five and a bit years ago and I arrive in Australia with $10,000 and, yeah, and, and a business that had just started um, in crisis mode, right? really, really panicking. Um, so from coming from a life of vast luxury to literally, you know, eating two-minute noodles, I guess. Anyway, um, as I have, you know, fortunate the ability to do, knuckle down, really, really worked my ass off um, and, and, and built a life, right? And started building, building a, starting from scratch at, when was I there, 38, I guess, um, starting life again and really starting to build it up. So, Got to a point in a pretty quick space of time in two years where managed to buy a um, a piece of land um, to buy our first house on a beach in a in a sort of gated community, which is where I still live today. And to me, this was the epitome. This was a dream. This was this was everything I wanted. I'm a I'm a as you will learn through my journey. I'm a fanatical surfer, kite surfer. Foiling is my latest addiction of choice, and to be able to you know literally walk 50 meters to the beach to go surf every morning, every day, every afternoon, um, and also be in a community where my kids can roam free is just nirvana for me. So anyway, you know, life was coming together, started building a house, um, and, and, you know, I'd, I'd kind of got to that stage where I'd made it, right? Um, but but the, the problem is, is, is for me at that stage is, is I'd actually become a recluse, you know, based on if I was truly honest, um, I never spent the time um, through that, through dealing with that first affair to recover. I never looked within. I, I never changed, and I and I became pretty much a recluse, right? From a 
from a work perspective was I was out and about, you know, trying to grow the business, trying to put food in the, on the table for my family. I was the normal me, but, but got into a position where I uh, didn't really have any friends. Uh, I was pretty much alone and, and, and scared, you know, if I was, if I was honest. Um, anyway, I roll forward to the week we move into the dream house and lo and behold, I uh, find out that my ex-wife was having another affair and, and at that time, it was obviously time to call it quits, right? Um, now, <laughs> when you go back to those days, man, it's, 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 it's dark, right? It's really, really dark. And if you are in that patch, I, I hear you and I, I feel for you, man. My heart truly, truly bleeds. Um, I, I mean, I even remember having the thoughts of, you know, when you, when you start to unravel our 20 years of our life, um, it was just too complicated, right? It was just too complicated to do it. And maybe I should just stay in the marriage and stay in for my kid's sake and, and all that stuff because it was so, so hard. Um, but I had made a pact with myself um, that if it happens again, I had to walk um, out of self-respect. And I did. Now, rolling forward, um, you know, pretty soon after that event, um, my ex took my three kids back to South Africa for six weeks and entered the the deepest and darkest uh, um, time of my life, but but is where my journey started and where my recovery truly started. So, I put myself in a position where I had my dream beach house. Um, I found out through the through the uh, sort of the mediators we were going through that I was going to lose seventy percent of all my assets, um, just all my money, I guess, based on based on our relationship. Um, so I'm literally starting again. Um, I had no friends, I had no infrastructure, I had no mates, and my kids were taken away from me, and that's how I looked at it. So I spent a lonely six weeks here through Christmas, through two of my kids' birthdays. Um, there may have been a lot of drinking at that time, but something huge happened. Um, I remember, I remember saying to myself that this can't happen again. I can't go through this again. I can't, uh, you know, I guess being brought up by narcissists, I, I, I was the ultimate people pleaser, right? I was trying to be everything to everyone and I never looked after myself ever. Um, so I'd make sure everyone else was happy and I'd do everything for everyone and, and always say yes and, you know, the yes man. And, 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 and I was bitterly unhappy. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't living the life I wanted to live. I wasn't true to myself. I didn't have friends. I didn't, I wasn't in the ocean as much as I needed to be. Um, and I was just serving people who weren't appreciative of, of, of everything I did. And it was so hard. It was so, so hard to, to be that person that I knew that I couldn't do that again. I knew that I couldn't end up with a, another partner and, and, and put in so much effort but get nothing back in return. And hence stopped my journey of discovery, which was, ultimately led me here today. And the first book I stumbled across um, was No More Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, and I'll put a link in the show notes to it. Um, at the time, I, I didn't understand, you know, my narcissist upbringing, <laughs> I guess. So it, 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 it would have made more sense if I reread the book. But that book really fundamentally changed me because it was the start of my path of figuring out... Um, that I need to worry about me and me first. 
um, and that men are, I guess, lost in, in terms of the way. And, and there's this one compelling moment where, for the first time, and this is, this is, there's going to be a lot of crying in this, uh, <laughs> in, in, I guess, in my journey where I literally lay on this floor in front of me here and broke down. But broke down is in terms of like uncontrollable. I think I probably would have cried a six-pack through it. Um, but the thing I read in that book is that all you have to worry about is yourself or something. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was look after yourself, look after yourself first, and then everything will be okay. Don't worry about anyone else. Don't worry about anyone else thinks. And for me, just the relief of letting go of trying to be perfect to everyone and trying to be everything for everyone and just fixing myself. Um, those tears were tears of relief, actually. They weren't of sadness, of joy, of happiness. It was just relief because I, I spent my life trying to make everyone else happy and worried what everyone else thought about me. And that's been a bit, about two and a bit years now and since then my journey started and my journey started in terms of fixing myself and and, and making a better version of me um so in terms of the yeah i mean i think i guess what else do i need to say about my story i don't really want to go into too much depth of it um but yeah i, th- I think that's about it um just in case people are wondering i still i i didn't have the opportunity to rekindle um, a relationship with my parents they both died of cancer um, so yeah that's just something else that's just had to be processed right um, but anyway um, so in terms of how I fixed myself and, and why I think this community is so important is it's a very holistic approach right so I've gone deep into the subconscious mind and, and a lot of people deal with the subconscious in terms of you know business and success and money but but there are very few people have use the power of the, the subconscious mind to help fix yourself, help change your mindset. I believe in meditation. I believe in yoga. I believe in community. I believe in finding mentors. I believe in finding trusted advisors. I believe in nutrition. I believe in health, sleep, um, you know, making your kids sort of, sort of help you around the house. Um, you know, there's so many different prongs to, to all different parts of my recovery. And the idea for the podcast is to get, you know, global specialists in terms of that area and, 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 and all these little pieces of the pie help you recover. Um, breathing, breathing's a big one, right? Um, when you get those shitty emails or texts, if you, if you learn to breathe properly, which few people do, um, then, you know, that's, that's, that's a key ingredient. So, See, I talk too much, but I see we're really on to 18, 20 minutes. But I just wanted to touch on the point of why I believe we are the lucky ones. Now, which is also, you know, one of the titles of this podcast. Now, for me, for humans to to truly evolve, we need to go through trauma, right? We just have to, unfortunately. Um, unless you, you like that David Goggins guy. I don't know if anyone's seen his stuff, but he's a nutter, right? He just... He just goes through trauma by choice. Anyway, side tangent, but um, I believe we have to go through trauma um, to evolve. Now, sometimes we don't evolve through trauma, right, um, which is important. And, and I mean, if you look at me through, 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 through the first affair, I, I lost everything, right? I lost my friends. I lost my family. I became a recluse, but I didn't choose to evolve at that time. I was given that golden opportunity, but I didn't choose to use it. Um, and why I say we are the lucky ones is most people, it's through cancer, it's through, you know, it's through a death, it's through a loss of family. And if you suffered through those things, I, you know, full steam with you. And I, and I really 
sending all my love your way. But I believe that through this journey, as shitty it is, is as tough it is, is and brutal it is on your on, on your kids and your family and the whole support structure around you, it's a golden opportunity to change. It's a golden opportunity to evolve. It's a golden opportunity to relook who you are, why you ended up in that position, and and take what you don't like about you and and, and evolve and change it. Um, as I alluded to earlier on, I, I believe I put myself in this position. You know, I, I, it's, it's for me, it's, there's no sympathy. It's, it's just is what it is, right? Um, through, through, my, through my choices, through the behaviors that I accepted, through everything else, it's, it's 100% on me. Um, and a lot of people won't like that, right? A lot of people aren't ready for that yet. Um, but I believe if, if, you, if you take 100% responsibility for who you are, where you are, and the position you got yourself in, no matter what happened to me, no matter what your journey it is, um, then that's where healing truly, truly starts. Now, I went to an amazing therapist here on the sunny coast, so shout out to Peter, um, who, who helped me in the early days and, and, and helped me go through the journey. And he said something to me in the beginning, which always stuck with me, right? And he said, humans are consistent. Um, so as soon as I was going off about some shitty behavior um, uh, from my ex, he'd say, well, it's consistent, right? Like that behavior is consistent. And, you know, as you look into how people change, it's, it's very rare that people do change. But if you, if you apply your mind to it and if you, if you truly fundamentally let go of the past and accept that you got yourself in this position and 100% accountable for your position then you can start moving on and start recovering. Because then you have the choice to choose who you want to be, right? Um, and that to me is so, so important. So I am going to wrap this up. Enough of the past. Let's look forward. I am off to Brisbane with my kids tonight, um, which is awesome. Still school holidays here in Australia. Um, and yeah, so if you, if you resonate with this podcast, um, please like, share, you know, Spread the community. I'm starting this thing from scratch. It's broco.life and pretty much every single channel you can find out there. Um, please leave comments. Please subscribe um, and reach out to me directly if you if you are in the in the in the ground zero phase and you're struggling and you you know I just oh, I'm, I'm you know the universe is just putting people like that in front of me at the moment and I'm having so many of those conversations. So I just want to say is that you know now I guess to close it up in terms of the life I lead now I'm. I, you know, I, I, I'm the person and I live the life that I've always wanted. Um, and for me, that's being a hands-on dad. I've got my kids 50-50. We do cool shit together all the time. We go on adventures. We jump off bridges. We surf waves. Um, you know, we, we live, I, li- I live the most amazing, amazing life. And if I can help one, two, three, four, five people to try see that there's light at the end of the tunnel, see that the stuff does happen for a reason, I know, vomit, right? Um, but there is the opportunity and that's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. And I hope you have a magic, magic day. And I need to close off by saying is that the intro and outro music was produced by my 12-year-old son. So if I didn't give him a shout out, he'd be pissed off with me. Anyway, have a magic day. We'll see you soon. This is probably the last podcast where it's just me nattering. I've got some awesome experts from around the world to share insight on how we can help each other heal. Cheers. Bye.